Hello and welcome to episode 42 of the Talking Talkie podcast. Uh, I'm Sam Drew and I'm joined tonight by, uh, well, for his second appearance in two, which is quite something, it's Mr. Stephen Giggler-Dixon. Uh, pleasure to be back on. Uh, the the viewing figures went through the roof last week, so we uh, we had to put me in again. I mean, this is this is quite something to have me and you hosting a podcast together. Um it's a collector's edition having you on anyway, and I'm just what the people want to hear, apparently. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and, it's, well, and it's a special one we've got today, isn't it, Sam? It, it is a little bit. Uh, we've got one of my uh, favourite players from the promotion season in uh, Jamie Senders-White joining us. Um, we've just had a chat with him for a good, what, 45 minutes. And um, yeah, I mean, firstly, what a nice bloke. Um I don't think I've heard a footballer who's had so much kind of such an up and down career for, for someone who's only, what, 27. Um, remembers his time at the club really fondly and, and has some funny anecdotes and some really interesting stories on, on that. Um, what, did yeah, you take, uh, what did you take away from it? Well, yeah, yeah, no, uh, really nice to have a chat with him, to be honest. I, I like, um, like you say, uh, I think, uh, I think we're both in agreement. A player that was probably probably underappreciated in a in playing in a promotion season for Talk United. We don't we don't have many promotion seasons, um, but uh, a proper. I, I think what you're about to listen to is a is a is a good honest account of, of what uh, what life's like in the in the lower leagues of, of English football. Um, hasn't got a club for himself yet, but really hope he really hope he sorts something out because he's a, there's, there's a good player there and he's a he's a he's a good player and a good bloke from what from what we just uh, witnessed on in our interview. Yeah, no, definitely touches on uh, kind of the the effects of not having a club at this stage of a season and and what he's up to at the moment and uh, gives us really an insight in, into being a player at this level, which um, which was like I say really interesting and. Um, yeah, a couple of laughs as well. So, um, yeah, here is the interview with uh, with Jamie Sanders White. You're listening to Talking Talkie, episode forty two, the Jamie Sanders White special. Welcome, Jamie Sanders White. Um, what are you up to at the moment? Trying to stay fit, doing some running. Uh, I try, I try and get up and do that in the mornings. Get it done because. Uh, I think in the football industry, it's well known I'm not the best runner. So <laughs> I need to get it done, uh, go to the gym. And I, I'm doing a lot of coaching as well at the minute. So that keeps me busy. Um, I've, got, I've got stuff to do, but it's nothing like uh, playing football, unfortunately. I can't get, that, can't get that buzz at the minute. No, I mean, it, it's interesting. One thing I was wondering is when you're not signed with a team and the season's going on, is it easy to lose that kind of motivation to get up and train every day, knowing that you haven't got a game to prepare for on the Saturday? Yeah, very, very easy to lose that. Um, I mean, it's. I think the hardest time is probably Saturday at three o'clock when you, you, you I don't know, you're sat at home watching Soccer Saturday or whatever, seeing the, the results coming in. That's the hardest point because that's what you play for. You, you, you train all week. That's why you want to be a footballer, isn't it? To mm. play in the game. So um, that's the hardest point through the week. It's, it's, it can get really tough. When you, if for example, it's not too bad if it's the weather's nice and you think oh, I can get out and go do a bit of running and get a sweat on. But when it's cold or it's raining and you think I could easily just sit indoors here, yeah, um, they're they're the tough times. But I think you've just got to 
you've got to think of the the long game of it. Get up, go and get it done. Make sure you do it. You feel better afterwards. Um, and and also, you know, when when that chance comes, you're going to be a little bit fit than you would would have been otherwise. So it's it's important to do it. What is that like? What is that regime like? Like as a free agent, are you sorting out yourself in terms of your training? Like, is it is it some weights work in the gym? Is it is it just running nonstop? What 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 kind of things are you getting up to? Yeah, I mean, I think if you, I've been in the game for long enough now, so I know what I need to do. I know what I know my body. I know what I need to do to keep fit. So the runs, you know, there are runs that I'd have done at clubs or or in the off season that have been given to us or whatever. I kind of, to be honest, I make some up now just to change it up because. If you do the same ones every day, then you definitely won't be doing it for very long. So I try and uh, try and change it up a little bit. And yeah, the gym work is, again, I've been in, in the game long enough. I've had enough gym programs to know what I need to do. So I've just got to kind of get it done, make sure it's done. It's, it's, I, I try and get, get up and go nice and early so I don't have time to think about it. I just get up, run, go straight to the gym, do my gym work. And then I'm, I'm kicking balls around anyway, coaching. So I'm... I'm uh, I'm uh, staying on top of that as well. No, I can imagine doing the same kind of routine can get a bit boring. I mean, I uh, I went to the gym the other day and the walk to the car just felt really repetitive. So I've, I've kind of sat that off now. Um, <laughs> yeah, easily done. Very easily done. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a joke. I, I didn't actually go to the gym. Um, it, it's funny. It, yesterday, as uh, it was kind of documented on well, every bit of social media and, and rightfully so, it was a World Mental Health Day. I mean, it must, must take a bit... Yeah, even for the you've got to be strong to be a footballer, of course, but even the strongest must take a bit of 100%. 100%. I think it's in football, I think even more so now, I think it's come to light where it's it's so important, it's so important. And I, as you know, football, it, it's very easy to to be, um, you know, ha- have your mood dragged down. It's there's ups and downs day to day, you know, let, let alone week to week, day to day, there's ups and downs. and it's hard to to deal with that. I think, especially when you're you're a young pro, you've come into the game, you you have a expectation of what football's going to be like, and then all of a sudden you might be dropped or released, or you fall out of a manager and you you get bombed off with the with the reserves or the under twenty threes or whatever it is. You know, it's so hard to to stay level headed, um, and I think a lot of that comes with experience. But again, even when you get older, you find it really hard sometimes. Um, and, and you need to, I mean, you, you need to find ways of being able to deal with it. Um, and, and like we've seen uh, in recent months and years, a lot of footballers have come out and said that they've struggled with mental health. And, um, you know, it's, it's such an important, uh, plays such an important role in football and in life, to be honest. Mm. But in football, in football, I think it's it's heightened just because of the, the highs and lows you get. How did you, uh, like, is it? Is it similar in a way? Because I know I know you had a, a ligament injury earlier in your career, didn't you? Is it is, yeah. it is it the same kind of kind of toll on you, or is it a different kind of mentality at the moment in terms of that not being not being out there on a Saturday? Uh, I think it's it's a slightly different one. When you're injured, it's mm. you know you can't. With my knee, it was um, surgery, try and rehab it. And then another surgery, try and rehab it, then another surgery. So that took its toll, um, you know, away from football as well, I think, because I just, my, my whole life changed. And like it does for, for any long-term injuries, it changes your life, your day-to-day. You can't, you can't drive, you can't walk to the shops, you can't do whatever. Um, and and that's got, that, that takes its toll. And also, when you're injured, you're going into the club every day. But 
you're kind of isolated a lot of the time because you're in the gym or you're on your own running on a pitch where the other boys are training and you, you you're not you're not uh, as much part of the team. But um, you're you're feeling sharp. You're feeling sharp at the moment, then, Jamie. I'm feel I'm actually feeling good. I'm feeling good. I've managed to keep on top of it, so um, I'm I'm ready for when that that challenge comes for the next club. Um, well, I know I know a club that's shipping goals for fun at the moment, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll take ourselves back. I can't remember exactly when it was. Sorry, it was twenty X. I know it's the twenty eighteen nineteen season. Was it before or after New Year that you signed? Um, I signed in. It was before New Year. I think I signed in September. That's right. Yeah, September, no, I remember now. Um, how did it come about? Because obviously Gary Johnson signed you. Because we were saying off mm-hmm. air that it was. Um, a lot of the players he inherited. He didn't yeah. bring in that many that season. I think it was you, I think Cal- was Calvin Kalala. I th- yeah, I think you might have been actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Calvin Kalala, I think Jane and Connor Lemon Evans. But I don't think there were that many others. No. How did it come about? Did you, did you know Gary before or? Yeah, I've. Um, he's got a lot of family over for where, from where I'm from in oh, okay. uh, in London. So I've no I've known the family family quite a while. Um, and you know, we—I've never played for him before. Um, so it was—I was out of contract, um, and they contacted me and said, "Look, do you fancy it?" And and it was a no-brainer for me, to be honest. I, you know, I, I snapped the hands off. So I, I wanted to get get it all done, um, and that—that's how it came about. Really, I knew the family, and they had direct link to me, and we uh, we got it done. Was it Swindon you were at prior to that? Uh, yeah so that season before was late in orient and then i'd spent the last six weeks of the season at st albans that's right yeah um, yeah um so yeah i mean that season as, as fans once gary johnson came in obviously under gary mm. hours it was uh yeah the, not the greatest <laughs> yeah, yeah we won't we won't fan. talk about um, that. Yeah, we won't talk about that I'd, uh, yeah, you. I I'd, I'd, I'd think you should count yourself lucky you didn't play under him. <laughs> I think I'd rather not have a club myself. But um, but as fans, when he came in, we we were delighted because we knew mm. what what really were what what we expected to happen. Yeah. Um, what was it about that season, and what was it about Gary Johnson in particular? Well, not in particular, but about him as well that made us so good. Why were we um, almost unbeatable at times? I think in terms of Gary Johnson, he's he's got a way of doing things and it's proven that they work. So he sticks to it um, and he knows what he's doing. It, I think I'd like, to, I'd like, I reckon I've not been in his other promotion teams, but I'd imagine that different stages of the season of maybe the Cheltenham promotion and the Torquay promotion, he'd be doing the same things. Whether that be you have a rough patch, he'll do a certain training session or a certain thing off the pitch, whatever it might be. I, do, I think he just has a way that he knows how to work it and how to get the, the you know, the team going again. Um, in terms of the team, I think that we had a quite a similar group. Most of us were quite young, apart from Aso, who's about 45 now, is he? <laughs> is he touching? Yeah, uh, he's, uh, he's, he's still got the best hair in the league, though, I think. Yeah, so, yeah. You know. cut it off, though. What's he doing? Oh, uh, don't. That caused more uproar than our performances recently. <laughs> he's not uh, the Viking anymore. No, <laughs> um, but we we were quite a similar age group, and I think uh, the thing that Torquay has, and probably a couple of other teams in England, is that it that Torquay there's not many players that play for Torquay that are from Torquay, mm. so everyone kind of moves to the area. So after training, everyone's 
close by so you can go get coffees on a Saturday you can have, have a go have a beer together or go have a night out together so you you bond um, and, and I'm sure if you've been out on a Saturday in Torquay you go to Park Lane there's probably a group of five six of the, the, the players out because they're all together they're all living close by and they want to go and do things and I think that I think that's massive um, for a team yeah no I 100% I mean um, yeah Torquay nightlife it's an interesting one um <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember going out. Um, we, I think, a couple of seasons before, we stayed up on the last day of the season, and I went out with a few mates, and we bumped into like the whole squad in a bar. And um, whilst we were buying drinks, they were all for it. And um, we bumped into a couple of other couple of them when we were on. I think Rory Keating was one of them. Ah, he loved it. He yeah, I know. I think it. I saw him at. Ev- <laughs> he, he probably went out by himself sometimes. Um, what a guy! And. Um, I say, if, if he wanted football, he probably would be in a boy band like his uncle. Yeah, he's um, got to be, and he's got the image, and he? he's got the oh, image. just a bit. Um, <laughs> no, he thinks he's got the image. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we um, we we were on our way out, and um, the, all the players got in for free, and one of my mates chanced it, and like I'm not going to throw stones in my glass house, but he's a bit overweight, <laughs> and um, and he said to the uh, the bouncer, he was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm a player as well." He went, "Really?" He went, "Yeah, I've just got a really long term injury." I was like, "Oh, okay." And you go, "Did <laughs> you get in for free?" Yeah, oh, it did. Fine. Yeah, um, I won't name him. Um, when when um when you joined then, um, Jamie. So mm. obviously, talking weren't what talking weren't flying that high in the league when you mm. joined. What, what were you? Would you say you joined and thought, yeah, uh, we need to be going up as champions here, or or was it like, you know, let's see, let's see how we kind of go, and you know, playoffs would be great. And or, no, or I think, you, yeah, I think it was everyone had the similar mindset, especially when when Gary Johnson came in. Was let's go, you know, we've got to win the league. We've got, and I think if you look back, that there was no other team that was going to win it. I think if you, if, if if I'm brutally honest, when Gary Johnson came in, I know Woking were flying high at the time, but. It, w- it wouldn't have made sense for any other team to win the league that season. I think it was, um, you know, as long as we all pulled together, did the right things, we we should we should have walked away with it. And I think in the end we did walk away with it pretty convincingly. Yeah, I mean, it, it was more convincing. I think we thought in the end. Um, yeah. I mean, I was going to say, t- t- talk to us about that that woken away game. I mean, as as fans, it's it's one of those you follow the team around all over the country, and yeah. You know, you, you always feel a bit helpless on the side if when you can't, you, you can't impact you the game. You, you're it, still yeah. going everything. But those moments, like Ben Winters got you, mm. it's what you do it for. What What was it like as players to be involved in that day? Yeah, it was like, it was unbelievable. I was uh, I was on the bench that day. I was really struggling with my uh, my Achilles. I think I don't know what it was at the time, but it's uh, it's fine now. But I was on the bench, and usually when I'm on the bench, I'm quite relaxed. I'd say I'm I'm quite because I'm not playing. I just I don't know. It, just the way I am. I'm on the bench. I'm quite chilled out. Really, I don't get too involved with the the emotions. Obviously, you know, I want us to win, but I'm uh, I'm I'm quite chilled out. But yeah, that that last minute equaliser was got me got me got me on my feet, and uh, I was uh, celebrating like the fans. So it did. I mean, that's why you play football, isn't it? I guess for for moments like that, and that's why fans go and watch the game. Because it's you, you get you get uh, you know emotions like that that you don't get anywhere else. Yeah, I mean it was. It's one of those if you could bottle up that feeling and sell it, you'd be a millionaire, wouldn't you? So yeah, you would. You would. Yeah, um, a couple of players I really want to ask you about that season. Obviously, mm. I mean Jamie Reed. 
Mm. I don't know if you knew his backstory at Torquay. Yeah, I've known him for years. Really. And I, I don't think he listened to this, but he was rubbish before that season. <laughs> I, I love him I to think, bits. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I obviously wasn't there. I've, not, I've known Reedy years. He came to um, a Northern Ireland. Uh, he came at way of Northern Ireland, I think, under 21s um, a couple of times when I was there. So I've known him for years, but I, I kind of saw and heard what happened. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I think Reedy's class. I, I don't know what, um, what, what was going on. I don't know if he, if he was that bad, if maybe the fans just hated him. I heard there was an incident. I don't know. Um, but I've never seen someone in my whole time in football turn something around where the fans absolutely, from, from, by all accounts, he'd probably admit, despised him to within, within, what was it, six months maybe? Yeah. Absolutely loving him. Couldn't do any wrong. I've never seen someone do that. It's the only time in my career I've seen that happen. So, fair, fair I, to, to be honest, I don't, think any, I don't think anyone saw him being able to turn around like that. And to be honest, yeah. it wasn't all his fault with the with the way it was going for him. He, he was being he was playing out wide a lot of the time under mm. hours, and I think that was that was some of the issue. And um, yeah, uh, and I think he got down on himself. As I think he, he I, personally, I think he expected more of himself. And then mm. I think uh, I mean, you might be able to give more of an insight than, than I'd know, but it just seemed like Gary Johnson came in and put an arm around him and told him he's a good player. Yeah. And, and like that sent him away. <laughs> I, th- I think that, yeah, I mean, that must have been the case. I, like I said, I don't know. I wasn't there before, but, you know, I think, especially with players like Reedy, where he's a natural goal scorer, he just needs a bit of confidence, a goal or two, someone to tell him he's amazing. And then he's he's flying, which is exactly what happened. And I think for the that season, the season after, he scored quite a few goals as well, mm. didn't he? So yeah, had a little uh, a two years of confidence, and he got his uh, got his move that he uh, that he deserved. Yeah, it's funny. A lot of the time, uh, fans begrudge players when they move on mm. after turning down a contract. And uh, you know, you saw it this summer with. I mean, I might ask about it actually, but you, you can't Cameron to the well. Yeah, but I was going to say about that one. Yeah, with with Reedy moving on we were all kind of like, actually, we just want to see him do well. Because yeah. he's, he's a local guy. I mean, I went to the same school as him and it's, you know, you want to see the local lads do really well. You want to yeah. see everyone do well, really, especially the local lads that have grown up around the club and supported the club. And that's why I think when he went to Mansfield and it wasn't really working, everyone was like, I really, really hope it does. And yeah, yeah, yeah. things like he's got a good move at Stevenage and I, I know they're not flying high, but he's got, he's got a couple of, yeah, he's, he's got, got a, a really good goal at the weekend. Mm. And, uh, or the weekend before. So I hope it works out. Um, I mean, Carl Cameron's an interesting one because obviously he had he has moved on. He's gone to Notts County. It, it left quite a sour taste in some mm. fans' mouths. Um, I'll be honest, yeah. myself included. More, I think more so because he sort of did it as the whole big step up. And it'd be interesting to get a player's point of view on this because as much as it, it may be a step up in size of club, it's, it's ultimately a club that, fell short of Torquay last season. I mean... Yeah. I mean, I think that Carl was there for, what, four years, I think. Was it four years? About three, three years. Three years. And, I mean, for, from a player's point of view, I look at it and go, Carl got promoted in his first season. Then second season, I think, was establishing in the National League. But by all accounts, he had a good season. Yeah. Um, and you got to remember, he's he, he was probably 22, 21, 22 when he signed. So he's, yeah. he's still a young lad. First, first sort of time playing week in, week out as a first team player. Um, and then the third season got to the playoff final. So mm. from a player's point of view, I look at that and think 
he's had three very, very good seasons. Played a lot of games. I think he had a couple of injuries maybe towards the back end of the last season, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But he's had, a, he's had a great three years at the club. And I know that he loved it there. He loved playing for Torquay. Um, you know, he, he loved living there. Everything about it, he loved it. And I think that sometimes as a player, you get to the point where you're ready for a new challenge. And I, I can imagine he probably had quite a few offers on the table. Hmm. Um, and I think it was, you know, it's a case of moving on, something new. Um, you know, now he's going on to be at Notts County where he's the captain. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, there's, and, and I'm sure that financially, because we have to look at it like that sometimes as players, because it's our job. And it's Definitely. a short career. It's just, yeah, so absolutely. Financially, I'm I'm sure that he probably got a good good deal there. So you know, when you when you look at it from the player's point of view, it would have, it would have been nothing against Torquay. It would have been him moving on and having another stage in his career, which I think that he deserved, and and I'm sure that he'll he'll do well there. Yeah, no, and I think a lot of us sort of genuinely do wish him the best. It's, mm. it's always nice to have a pantomime villain like the Ben Gering thing That's in it, the yeah. from, conference from a, from a fans' point of view. Then, do you think? It's because you liked him so much, you wanted him to stay, and you were a bit like, "Oh yeah, don't get me wrong." You see players move on. I'm not going to name drop, but you see some players move on. And you're like, "Do you know what? I'm mm. not going to lose any sleep." Mm. Like but... me? No. <laughs> <laughs> You've ruined my bit. I was going to say I want you back later. I'm not saying that now. Sorry. I was going <laughs> to say the fans still talk about you, Jamie. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't I know, do this. I do, I do see it. I do see it on Twitter. I do read it all. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, well, yeah, now you mentioned it. I, it's one thing I was going to say. I. I I'd have you back in a heartbeat, in, especially yeah. in this defence. But the season you were there, obviously you played with uh, Kyle as your centre-back partner. It, was, it, mm. it always seemed like it was you or Niarte. Um, And I thought Niarte was better than people gave him credit for, especially mm. in that league. I think he's one of the sort of players you need. But it did surprise me that... Because were you, were you offered a, a new deal? Uh, no, it was a strange one, really, to be honest. Um, I thought that I would have been there. Um, I I had ambitions at the time. I mean, I was, when I did my knee, I was in League One and found it hard the following season. And I'd probably say, if I'm being honest, I found it tough to get back to where I was before at Torquay as well. I wouldn't say that I was at my at my peak. I was still trying to find that fitness, trying to find that, you know, um, that match sharpness. And I think that I had ambitions in my head to to probably try and get back into the league um, somewhere. I think that there was Kyle there doing well. Um, and I think maybe the focus probably was on trying to push him on. And I was at a different stage of my career. Um, so I think that's probably what happened. It was, it was, it was, more, it was quite a mutual thing, I'd say, that mm. that I moved I, on. And you're welcome not to answer this, Jamie. Uh, don't worry, we'll cut these things out. But did it did it leave a bit of a sour taste in your mouth the way it ended, or was it was it not like um, that kind of way? I wouldn't say a sour taste. I wouldn't say a sour taste. I think that I would probably say that I don't feel that maybe I got credit as much credit as what I could have, what I should have done, maybe. Like I said, I wasn't 100%, but I feel that when I played, I might have had a stinker here and there, like everyone does. But mm. I think that I was probably overlooked a little bit sometimes. 
Um, I think I only lost something like two games playing for playing for Torquay, and I think yeah. these things don't get don't get brought to light sometimes. I think that sometimes if it wasn't hundred percent, maybe my experience to help the team a little bit. Um, you know, so uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't it's not a sour taste, but I think uh, yeah, may, maybe unfinished business. We'll call it that. Because it must yeah. have been a, it must have been a bit of a different role for you because as you said in, in that team you were uh, I mean you're only you're only what 27 now mm. um but even in that team you're one of the more experienced heads weren't you so yeah how did, how did you find kind of playing that role um and kind of perhaps mentoring people like like Carl Cameron and, and helping a few of the younger lads keep their heads yeah and no, I I enjoy it I enjoy it because I think when I look back when I was first coming through playing first in football I had I had older players helping me so I enjoy doing that. I think it's it's part of the game. I think that if you are a more experienced one, even I think I was 24, 25, maybe. Um, I think it's it's your duty to try and help out the ones that are a bit younger or less experienced because you know you, you had that, and I think it's you know it, it, it's it's your duty. Like I said, I I enjoy doing it. I enjoy trying to help people, and I enjoy you know being a being a loud voice in the change room, whether that's a bit of banter or, you know, trying to help someone or maybe dig someone out if they need it. Whatever it is, I, I enjoy doing it. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, when they did the release of Matanist, I was really surprised because I thought you'd have been one of the early ones to get signed up. Because, I mean, as much as you're a good defender, you seem good on the ball as well, which you just don't see an awful lot of at mm. this level, especially that league. It seemed like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, especially when it's you and Kyle, it was almost like having... It's almost like having two central midfielders playing at centre back at times. Yeah. In yeah. terms of ability on the ball, but yeah, I thought I thought it was a shame. And I say if, if uh, they did a kind of one of those hashtag incoming things, and uh, so you know, I mean, number six is still free. So <laughs> I don't want six. I don't want six. I did my knee in six. I don't want to wear that. Again. No, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll go high this time. I'll go high. Forty six. We'll go forty six. We'll have a forty six and a thirty one at the back. It'll be a. <laughs> That'll be a quiz question in years to come. Um, going on Hall's age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. Um, but, but no, going back to your earlier point, do the fans begrudge you? I think when you see a player that has obviously done very well and came to the club at a time that, you know, in terms of Carl Cameron, where the club needed, the club weren't in a good place and he obviously needed to find somewhere that he could settle down and really get his career kick-started, yeah. like you say, playing week in, week out. I think when you see someone like that that's grown up, you know, had some really important years for them and the club there. Um, I think it always leaves a sour taste in your mouth when they go somewhere that's in the same league. Mm. I think that's always my thing. I mean, don't get me wrong, you get to, you know, if we were a league one side and he went to another league one side, you know, there's some variations there. But yeah, I think that was the thing. And, you know, I, in, in a really weird way, if... It, if a fan ever got upset about a player signing for someone else after turning down a deal, it's almost that kind of like, it shows you're appreciated in the first, not that players aren't, but like it shows that the fans mm. really did like said player, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I get that. I get that. I think, I mean, it's, it. it I'll put it into a, a situation for, that's probably more rela related to you. If you were at your job, and another job, I don't know, in Nottingham came in and said, look, we're going to pay you a lot more money for the same job. And, you know, you're going to be our, our main signing or our main man in the office or where, you know, 
whatever you do, you, 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 you're going to find it hard to say no, right? Of course. Yeah, to be honest with you, Jamie, Sam and I are both the main men in the office anyway. <laughs> you're, the, you're the big dogs anyway, yeah. Yeah, I, I work in a private office on my own. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, oh, yeah, no, don't get me wrong. Uh, definitely. If, if, if someone said, we'll double your salary, and uh, especially it's a bit like Ben Whitfield left us, mm. and he's gone to effectively where he's from, yeah. you know, that area of the country. And it was like, no, I don't know what he was on down here. I don't know what was, what was on up there, but say they've all but doubled it. You know, someone... Mm. If I was living up in Manchester and someone down here offered me a job and said, yeah, well, double your salary, you can live close to home, you're going to go, yeah, great, where yeah, do I sign? You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I completely get that finances, especially, I say especially at this level, I think really up to championship level. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, it, it's not a long career. You've got to yeah, yeah, yeah. earn the best money you can because it's for you in your future. Um, don't get me wrong, when you see mercenaries in the Premier League who you know, arguing over an extra 50 grand a week, you think mm, you're yeah. earning more than the average UK <laughs> yeah, employee anyway on your hundreds of thousands. But I mean, I, I completely get it. And ultimately, as much as football is, must be a fun job to have. We, we all work for a living. So mm. yeah, I think that's true. That, that's, I think, sometimes where as players, you've got to go, you know, you finish it at best 35. Mm. At best, if you're lucky. So mm. that's half the the average age of when 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 people who don't play football retire. Yeah. So you've kind of got to make your money there and then you've got to go into something else, retrain or whatever, because no one at these levels is going to make enough money to 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 not have to work again. So and, I think it's, it's, it plays a big part. And take it just taking it back to, to your situation at the moment then, have you got a kind of level of, of football you're looking like uh, that you'd want to be at? Is it kind of National League? Are you would you be willing to go kind of foreign? What what kind of have you, have you set yourself some targets as to what you'd what what kind of club you'd would be right for you yeah I, yeah I mean I want to I wouldn't want to go much lower any lower than the National League um I've had you know I've had probably 20 15 20 offers so far but in this in this uh you know this time there's the money's I, I, you have to look at it. if I've got a mortgage, I'm you, you know trying to trying to buy another house. It's it, financially just impossible for me to have taken a lot of those. Um, I got very very close with one in pre-season. I was actually on the way to sign in the car, um, and it, it 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 got pulled on the day. God, that must be which devastating. I'll, I won't I won't. Uh, go into the the details of of what happened but that was that was that was tough that was um you know somewhere where it would have been good for me it was a good club um and and i i was happy to sign you're listening to talking talkie episode 42 the jamie sendles white special actually just got back from coaching that's why i'm still in my kit i'm not doing this for promotional but if you want to have a look, always live in a tracksuit. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I don't wear anything else apart from gym clothes or tracksuits. Yeah, because you're doing that with David Fitzpatrick, aren't you? Yeah, he spent a bit of time at Torquay, didn't he? Yeah, so Loved we, it at um, Torquay. we we were together at a QPR youth team. He was a year below me, um, and he he grew up around the corner from me. So we used to drive in together, and um, so we we've known each other years. And it was I'm trying to think, it must be going for nearly three years now. I think. It's uh, it's enjoyable. I enjoy coaching. It's uh, 
fun. Just uh, tell me a bit. What is it? Is it? Is it for young? Is it for young kids? Or what's the? What's the kind of? Who are you coaching? What, how, where are you doing it? You doing it in a certain area? What's? What's? The yeah. Plan? So we're we're based in in Surrey. I live in Surrey. So we um we we we're based in Surrey. We do. I mean, it varies. We've got tonight. We had. We've just finished there. We have like a little academy set up. So we've got uh, under nines, tens, thirteens, and fourteens at the minute. Um, so we do there there are like little group sessions and what what we've done is we we've tried to sort of be elite with it so that it's you know we our main aim is to try and bridge the gap between Sunday league and academy football understandably that that's not for everyone but some people come to us who just want to be you know better or be the best they can be so that's our aim really we you know we want to try and help and pass on what we know and what we've learned in the in the youth system all the way up um, that's that's our main aim with it. So you do, David Fitzpatrick. Is is he still playing at all, or uh, he's um, where did he go after Torquay? I don't know. I think he went to Barrow. Did he? Because we had him on loan from Wimbledon. Yeah, I think he went to Barrow. Yeah, he went to Barrow. I think he struggled with his knee there. I don't. I think he. I don't know how many games he played, but I'm sure that he had a problem with his knee. His contract ended. Then he needed to have another operation, and then I think he went down the non-league route. So he went to, I think he's played for Farnborough, Met Police. He's uh, he's actually at Walton Casuals now, if you know them. But he's ruptured yeah. his Achilles the other the other oh. month. Oh. So he's still in a boot, which is a nightmare. He's just had surgery on it. So he's not had much luck with his injuries. Um, he, must, but yeah. he, he must be a crappy coaching partner if he's walking around in a boot. <laughs> ah, don't start. It was his first session back tonight, actually, because he's, he's, uh, he's not been able to coach, but he's walking around in a boot, which is um, not ideal. But at least he's back out coaching again. I mean, he he was really good for us. We um, at the time we had uh, Kevin Ipsen was in charge, and mm. it, with a couple because he was on loan with a couple of loan signings for like I think it was only two games. The three of them played as a front three together. We had him on the right, uh, Dan Sparks on the left, who's got one of the best left foot, yeah, best best left feet at this level, and Kiefer Moore. For some reason, we managed to get him on that from. Moore. Forest Green before oh, and he had was him for a month had him for a month <laughs> had him for a month um I'm, I've got a link to him and, and he was effectively on his way down to sign and Ipswich came in for him oh, and wow. it was like I mean he was a talkie fan and all that but it was like he's from talkie is he not yeah he is yeah, yeah Paynton um but you know you can't turn down a championship club very um, hard to turn that down yeah but yeah for for like two games, we had the, that. That's the front three. You're thinking, hang on, we're not finishing bottom half now. We, we were fighting a relegation battle. We didn't until the end of the season. It yeah. was uh, you think, well, if we keep them together, so yeah, no, it's a shame that David's not playing at a high level because I, I thought he was. I thought he was yeah. very good. Like, again at this level. You don't get many players that can beat someone and then do something with it. I've always yeah, you get yeah, you yeah. get one or the other. You get someone who can beat a player like there's no tomorrow, Calvin Clara. But then when he's got to think about it, <laughs> so he, he had so much ability, but you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've got Jake Andrews. Great, great <laughs> left foot, great, left, Jakey, great cross. Jakey boy. <laughs> but Jake isn't like, I mean, he's one of my favourite he, players, but he's not the most athletic players we've got. <laughs> no, he's certainly not. He's a great lad, Jake. <laughs> yeah, I, won't, I won't hammer him, not, hammer him on here. I hammer him too much. I'll, I'll, I'll leave him be on this on this podcast. To be fair, he was good on Twitter when there was a there was a Torquay fan with an Andrews top on saying... Yeah, I commented, <laughs> I commented on that one. 
<laughs> you look good though. You shifted a bit of weight. <laughs> He's listening. Evening, Jules. Um, <laughs> yes, um, Jules. <laughs> No, that that was funny. I mean, what what's Jake like? Because I, I think he's, I, I think he's way better than he gets credit for. Yeah, his uh, his quality is very good. He's um, but like you said, I think his his uh, he won't mind me saying as well. His um, athleticism, we'll call it, you know, could do with <laughs> some work. But no, he's he's a great guy, good player, great quality on the ball as well, great left foot. No, he's yeah, he's bit biocard. I'm not sure exactly what what it is that's stopped him playing as much this season I think he had an illness or something but yeah, I think he was ill yeah I think he had a lot, a lot I heard it was long-term COVID I'm not sure but it's I ah, think when, no when he's as soon as he's back to the team the better really um so I mean what's what's next for you is it is it a case of still trying to find find a club now or is it yeah yeah I'm still I'm January still um or? I want well I, I'm I'm ready to go I'm ready to go. Sorry, um, you know, as, <laughs> as soon as possible. Again. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Me and yeah, yourself. I'm, I'm, yeah, bless you, bless you. Um, I'm uh, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go whenever. So I'm 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 uh, you know waiting for the right right option to come up. Um, I'm hoping that sooner rather than later. I think with with a couple of bits of bad luck that I've had um, since since leaving all the shot in terms of getting very close with with some clubs um, and it, it falling through last minute for whatever reason, I, you know, I'm hopeful that something's going to come up soon and I can get back in and start playing because, uh, you know, I, I miss it. I miss it. There's nothing like, um, you know, a game on a Saturday, that feeling of winning a game. So I'm missing it. Hopefully I can get back in soon and um, yeah, see man again week in, week out. It would be nice. Would you, uh, if they offered, would you come back to Torquay? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I spoke to some of the boys, actually. I spoke to a few of the boys about it. And yeah, I would do. I would do, yeah, for sure. I, I, I liked it down there. I, I like the club. It's it's, uh, it's a good club to play for. Lovely you, place to live. I, I think you get a very big welcome, to be honest. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that would be nice. That would be nice. I, like I said, I would do, for sure. I'm not so sure how possible it would be. But, you know, you never know. You never yeah. know. Yeah. Um, Jamie's not going to pick Notts County over us, right? Is that <laughs> no chance? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, I would. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, I was thinking. I don't know if you, uh, if professionals actually watch Soccer AM at all. But yeah, um, well, when we're out of contract, we do. I actually enjoy it. I really enjoy Soccer AM. Um, but I was thinking of doing a little teammates 2.0 thing. Um, yeah. Of your time at Torquay, uh, okay, Steve. Yeah. If you think of any, then. Add them in, but best play you played with at Torquay? Best player I played with at Torquay. Hmm. Connor Lemon High Evans, I think he should be he should be um way higher. Well, that's yeah. my opinion. I think he needs to have if someone's got to give him a chance higher up because I think that that he's a he's a very, very good player. Yeah, he's one of those players that you just got to be grateful for having what you do because yeah. he he really is like cut above at the moment from, from yeah, everyone yeah. else. I mean, I think I think he was probably the best player in the league last season from all the because we could watch every game being on the streams and um, yeah, I just I think it's a bit of a waste when they put him out wide in my opinion. But actually, yeah, that's the point, a... Jamie. That's the point, Jamie. Did you watch the uh, playoff final? I did watch it. I did watch it. What a roller coaster! 
Wow, what a crazy <laughs> game. Did you go? Uh, yeah. I couldn't go, actually, yeah, in the end. No, go. but Sam did, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame it was uh, Ashton Gate, not Wembley. I think that, that that's a that's a bit of a shame, but it's uh, yeah, what a roller coaster of a game! Wow, it, it was mental. I mean, the the, mm. the, the late guy. I mean, we got got a thing. It became a thing that Torquay scored so many late goals. Oh, they scored late um, against us last season as well. Oh yeah, do you played in that one, didn't you? When wow. Scott Bowden scored. Wow. Just humour me. Yeah. Was it a penalty? Had the ball gone out? Because I was. It, so the penalty, I, the, I, I don't think it was a penalty because Connor touched it and he's, fl- he's actually missed and then our keepers came through his momentum. Right. That's, that was my opinion. I don't think it was a penalty. Um, Talky boys will say, say different. I think it's, <laughs> in, in, those, in those instances, it's who, who you're playing for or who you're supporting, you'll, you'll think differently. Um, I think to give a penalty that late on, when it's not like a stone wall, I think would, is very harsh. So I think our complaining turned it over rightly and then you went and scored anyway. So didn't mean anything. Didn't oh, mean don't. Anything. I, I, I moved into uh, like a new build flat. Well, I'm right next to Seal Hain, uh, the training ground oh, okay. um, yeah, during lockdown. And um, the, I, my dad and my mate round and um, when the goal went in, I got a text from someone who lives above me just going, I presume a football team has just scored. <laughs> <laughs> Not um, any football team. Yeah. Uh, but no, the player fight, I mean, I, I can't watch it back. I won't. I've, I've seen the Coverland goal back. But yeah, were both goals, should they have been disallowed? I mean, everyone nah, I spoke to has said Not they a should chance. Have. Should have stood. I don't know what was... Uh, I don't know... I don't know how you're supposed to head the ball if you can't. I don't know where the foul was. I think is probably the issue. And if it was on, if it's Carl Cameron, then he's not fouled anyone. So be, I mean, it's 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 been and gone. It's hard to you can't change it. But yeah, there, there's no way that they should have been ruled out. I mean, oh, if yeah. you're going to rule one out, maybe like, maybe, but two, like that's just a. Uh, uh, I've realised I've I've taken us away from the soccer AM game, but just. Uh... Because fans are still talking about that game. Is there? A, mm. Will there be an element of that in the Torquay dressing room where you know we obviously haven't started the season that well? Do you, is is that is that just a media thing where they say, oh, you know, there's a hangover? Um, no, I think there. I think that it there, it might have something to to do with it. I think that you have some some hangover from it because the boys probably put absolutely everything into that. You've got to remember their season went on longer than everyone else's. They were training for. I don't know how was it two three weeks after the season finished maybe about two weeks yeah two weeks so they they're training for an extra two weeks that means you have two weeks less of a break which you need like the summer for footballers you you have to have it you have to switch off mentally physically so there'll be some sort of hangover from it and I think some 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 key players left as well in the summer so I think that'll probably be a mixture of it and I'm sure they'll be fine they'll you know they'll 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 bounce back but it's hard it's hard to. To, to come off the back of that whilst losing some key players to then get going again. But they will be fine. All right, sorry, Hopefully. I took us away from the game. No, <laughs> I, think we, I think we all did. Um, <laughs> worst dressed? Worst dressed. Worst dressed. Acer dresses like an old man, a school teacher. <laughs> uh, who's worst dressed? Is it true that Acer Hall drives a B-class Mercedes? A B-class? Someone said that to me that he drives a B class. I just can't imagine him getting into like this 
He didn't have a Mercedes like family car. <laughs> I think he's got a new car now. He said to me the other day, but uh, he didn't have a Mercedes when he was when he Sorry. was. Like, oh. And when you say he dresses like an old man, what are we talking? Like leather patches on the elbows? Is that yeah, what? yeah. His, his uh, blazer with his patches. <laughs> yeah, boat shoes he wears. <laughs> Bless him, he's getting old now, isn't he? I'm glad my shoe rack isn't in view. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're a load of boat shoes there. Yeah, well, you know, makes me look a bit middle class. Um, <laughs> uh, funniest on the coach on an away day? Aside from myself. Obviously. So I, knew, from I, knew, myself. I knew it'd be you, obviously. <laughs> uh, who's funny on the coach? Ace is a good laugh. Uh, Jake Andrews is yeah, good laugh. Jake Andrews is funny. Who's the one? Okay, you're trapped on a desert island with yeah. a talkie player you're playing with. Which one don't you want to be there with? Don't you want to be there? With? Yeah, you don't want to be there with them. They're gonna ball the hell out of you. <laughs> Who wouldn't I want to be with? Uh, I would probably go with Liam Davis. Is. I'm doing my B license and he's on it, and he's on it. Yeah, he's uh he's all into his his like uh you know special diets and sleeping exactly the right amount of time. <laughs> I, I haven't got time for that. I it bore me. It bore me. So yeah, it is. God, I forgot about him. He said we didn't see him all the last season because he was injured, but he was yeah. brilliant when he was playing for us. Yeah. Um, worst person on the on the coach on an away day. Worst person. Ryan Dixon, because he'll eat all of the sweets and the cookies and the biscuits, but he doesn't ever bring his own. Yeah. <laughs> the only time he brought something on, he went, oh, boys, does anyone want any bread? And for, he had a loaf of bread. <laughs> what, what use is that? That's the only time. That's the only time he's added something to the coach. And we played cards with him once and he didn't pay up. So, that, yeah. And he earned championship money. Dickens, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, Dicko. Dicko's the one for me. Good guy, though. Good guy. He was an odd one because you could tell he had so much ability. I wondered if we were kind of unfortunate to have signed him maybe like a season too late. Yeah. He just didn't he, play as much. Yeah, he was coming to the end of his career. I think he was um, looking into maybe getting into coaching and stuff like that. So, he's, uh, I mean, he'd had, he'd had a great career, hadn't he? So, oh, yeah. He was coming to the end. It's good to have his experience about that. Uh, who was the DJ in the way days or in the, in the dressing room? DJ was Diz. Liam Davis, DJ. Um, what were his tunes? Questionable. We actually we actually came together and said we need to all put a song in because the music, we're, 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 not, we're not all happy with it. So we had to put some um, Diz's into his like hip hop and rap. Um, and it worked for, for some of them, but some of us, we wanted some Oasis and stuff like that yes. in it. So, so we had to get so we had to change the tunes but it didn't last long we went back to the hip-hop and rap again i think the first footballer i've ever spoken to hasn't gone yeah it's a bit, a bit draking um yeah i mean listen it, it at the right time i don't mind it i'm quite open to music but you can't beat oasis oasis me is is uh is humble you can have that in any any um situation a bit of oasis so i knew i knew i rated you <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh who's the vainest player Vainous player. Carl Cameron. Very vain. Carl Cameron or Rory Keaton, I would say. I mean, yeah, Rory Keaton. Yeah. I mean, the thing is with Keats, he can probably, he can pull it off. He looks, he, he looks a million dollars. So what can you say? I remember um, when he turned up to um, 
I was part of the I was part of a group that sponsored Carl Cameron's away shirt mm. uh, the season before last. Um, that's why I didn't want him to go. Uh, but I went to do the the like the sponsor photo day thing, and um, he uh, Rory Keaton walked in with this like ice silver hair, and I just thought no one else in the southwest could pull this off. Yeah, yeah. But for yeah, some yeah, reason, yeah. You, you just look like. He looks a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, he pulls it off. He could do anything. He could like he could shave his hair and leave the sides long and still look good. <laughs> he could pull anything off. So yeah, one of those two would be the vainest. Uh hard man. Hard man. I'd say I'm up there. Quite tough. Who's the hard man? Uh, probably Big Niate just because he's a beast. Got to be. I wouldn't fancy it with him. You wouldn't want to get in a fight with Niate. Nah, I, mean, I wouldn't he, fancy uh, it with Niate. I remember when he took his top off at the end of games and I'd be there like, incredible. I'm 100% heterosexual, but I've just gone down to 99%. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's incredible, yeah. That's, he, that's how a man should be built. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's a giant. I'd say, I'd say Niate, yeah. Big John. Uh. Don't worry if you can't answer the next two. But who, who like the drinks? Who like to drink the most on the way that, on uh, on a night out? And why was it Jake Andrews? No, yeah, <laughs> Jake Andrews without a shadow of a doubt. Jakey boy, he yeah, he's uh, he likes a little drink. There's Jake. Was there anyone who was always playing like dressing room pranks? And are there any that you can share with us? Uh dressing in pranks let me have a think god this is a while ago now let's have a think there would know, have been if it's a good enough prank i think you can go through your whole career if it's a good prank we'll hear it let's have a think then ah <laughs> oh, what well, happened it wasn't you then jamie doing the pranks i i was yeah if you asked the boys i was probably doing something stupid somewhere um what what pranks let's have a think there, there would have been loads, but I'm trying to think of like a a special one. Uh, I don't know. Did anyone ever do the old sort of deep heat in the shower gel or? Yeah, do you know what? That's like a, that's kind of a thing of the past now, those ones. It's, it's moved on from the deep heat and like the cutting the socks and the boxes and stuff. That's, <laughs> it's moved on now. It's a new, new generation of uh, changing room banter. I'm trying to think of what would have happened. God, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything. But there'd have been loads. There'd have been loads. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good change room. Good change room. I enjoyed it. I don't think I've got any more. You know. No, I, I, I'll only. I'm only going to throw in just to see how you handle it. Is is the classic um, match program uh, question of uh, who was the longest in the shower? <laughs> longest in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't me. <laughs> uh, longest in the shower Jake <laughs> love the long shower Jakey <laughs> definitely Jake definitely Jake actually yeah yeah I, I really feel for him now I just want to message him and say like look if it, I don't know if you ever listen but please don't because uh... <laughs> tell him to listen he'll love it tell him to listen he'll love it um who did you room with on away dates? Asa. Ah. Asa, yeah, yeah. Me and Asa tight. Me and Asa tight, yeah. Great guy. I can imagine he was uh, the type to kind of like bring a book with him. 
don't no, know. Just... <laughs> no, no, he's he's a yeah, he's a great guy. But just for the purposes of banner, yeah, he'd get the newspaper out with his slippers on and he'd go to bed <laughs> at eight, eight o'clock at night. <laughs> Have a cup cup of milk first. Um, come, on, yeah. come on, Jamie, it's time for country file. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um what was Sean McDonald's quizzes like? Because they did the Champions DVD thing, which was a little bit of a, yeah. almost like a budget fly on the wall thing, which I mean, mm. I, think, I thought it was great. It was kind of interesting to see the insight. Yeah. But what, yeah, what were his quizzes like? Because he seemed like he was good value for money on, uh, on the coach for a long journey. Yeah, I think we only did a couple of quizzes. He's like a, a human encyclopedia. Like, just got so much knowledge and he'll know the most bizarre things ever you could ask him a capital city of anywhere and he'll just know it and i don't know how he does it um yeah his quizzes were we only did i think one one or two on a coach maybe we didn't do too many um but yeah he, he got a lot of stick though Can you imagine getting on the coach and putting a quiz on for the boys that like, you're gonna get hammered <laughs> you're gonna get hammered we need to get him on now newcastle have had their takeover i reckon i know yeah i saw him tweeting about it the other day when it all happened, you see his I profile picture. He's like photoshopped him on, like, like put his face on some Saudi bike. How is he? That's absolutely brilliant. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the last kind of sort of more proper question is uh, what? What was your lasting impression of Torquay when you left? Like, what was the the club? Yeah, uh, of really. I think it's a really well-supported, um, good family club, I think, that that should be higher up than what it is. I think maybe with a little bit of an investment, maybe into a training ground or something, it's, it's, it should be, should be probably back in the league. Um, great atmosphere games, especially when you're winning, the atmosphere is unbelievable. Um, yeah, I really, really good club, really good club. Um, I like my time, and and I, I hope, I hope that the club gets back in the league because I think that's where it belongs. And uh, I think maybe if they get back in the league, then maybe the investment will come with with training ground and facilities and stuff like that. But the ground, the grounds, you know, really good. That doesn't need any work. It's a really nice ground. It's a really nice place to play football. So yeah, good club. Uh, cool. Um... I don't know if you've got anything else to add, Steve. No, no, only to only to say thanks for your time, Jamie. I realise you know you're 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 a busy man uh, with your coaching and stuff. Um, no so problem, yeah, no, it. thank you very much. Yeah, for thank you very much for joining your us. Time. No um, problem. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed reminiscing over some good times. Yeah, oh, I do. I, yeah, do hope you get a club soon, mate. Yeah. Uh, thanks, guys. Thank you very much. I like to say, I mean, if uh, if you ever get the call from uh, from Gary or, or Pete, whoever it is that makes those calls, I think there's a lot of fans myself and probably Steve included that we'd yeah be delighted to see you back because uh, I appreciate that thank I you thought you were a very very good player for us that season and at times probably quite underappreciated uh unfairly right. so um but yeah thanks very much thanks guys appreciate it enjoyed it <laughs>